0: One of the easiest ways to be more humble in your relationship is to pay attention to your partner and show interest in their life. Welcome everybody to the podcast, Relationships. Let's talk about it. I'm Freeville Toplitsky. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in relationship issues. Everybody's got one partners, family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, relationships. Let's talk about it. Hey, welcome everybody to this episode of How to Be Humble in a Relationship. And this is a solo cast, it's just me. And this is a subject that I have been mm, feeling and trying to understand and I don't want to say grappling with it, but just playing with it and understanding it uh, at least in the last uh, year, a couple years really deeply. So I'm, I'm glad to, to pursue it in a podcast. And before we get on, i might want to mention a few things one is i'm getting over a cold after like 10 days this thing is lingering i feel great but i sound a little uh recovery coldy so i'm going to be humble and feel that it's okay to get it out to you however voice that i get so i want to make sure if you're interested to go to my website prepo.com And you can also sign up for a newsletter right there. And you can learn more about my practice and my work in therapy and in coaching. And I want to get out my appreciation practice to some people that have recently donated to my podcast. And in the past, I said, I've been very appreciative and I am. And now I also want to feel humble about it. I want to Really thank those that feel that my content, what I have to say, however resonates with you, that you feel inclined to give. And this is one way of giving, is a financial donation to my podcast. I've also so grateful and feel humbled when people pass the podcast on to other people that they feel that can use it. But I want to just get these people a special appreciation. I want to thank Maria in Canada, Brett in California, Jamie in North Carolina, and Charles in England. Like I said, I'm humbled that um, you want to show your gratitude through a donation that helps me keep this podcast going. Thank you. So if you feel for donating to my podcast, You can go to my website, prepo.com, click on the podcast page, another button, support the podcast, and you can leave a one-time donation or a reoccurring donation. Thank you so much. So humility and humbleness. I'll tell you the first time that I really thought about doing this on a podcast is right after I had some kidney stones and I'm saying it just like that like kidney stones that made me so humble. One is I never had a kidney stone attack before and I've had some friends that have had kidney stones and I and I felt empathy for them you know I, I did you know I, pain is pain. I don't want people in pain and and I I heard it was just excruciating so you know I felt for for my friends. But until you have kidney stones, (laughs) man, you don't know what that feels like. The pain, my humbleness also came for pregnant women because that's what I heard. I heard pregnancy pains are similar to kidney stone. And I had that going on for like five hours. I had it going on for like five hours one day and like about six hours, seven hours another day, like a, a week later. And oh my God it was so painful i was so humbled around that pain that i really wanted to go back to those friends and tell them man brother i understand you now my cousin eric has had him in the past and and i understand you brother <laughs> i understand you so i felt humble really deeply in that in that moment and i think the humility and the humbleness is not about a less than; it's just more about, um, of course, keeping that ego in check and not feeling the ego at all. And as a matter of fact, feeling more um, like free from pride, you know, or arrogance. Because I think that's what that's what humility is: is when a person is free from pride, from arrogance. Um. It's the quality of not thinking that you're better than other people, you know? And I think that it's a virtue that contributes to one's strength. So when I talk about humbleness and humility and and vulnerability, to me, it's it's such a deep strength in people, that authenticity, that they can be human beings. Because to me, that's one part of humility is recognizing, man, I'm a human being. I make mistakes, I don't hit the bullseye all the time, I'm not a nice person every moment, and I don't make good decisions. And people are going, really, people? Why am I going to you as a therapist? (laughs) I would say that I generally make good decisions and and so forth, but I want to have humility the times that I don't. However that shows up in my days or my weeks, and I truly believe that if you want a loving, long-lasting relationship, you need to be humble. It may be that simple and also that hard. And humility is a, it's a simple human characteristic that I believe is lacking in today's society. You know, there's a lot of self-grandiosity. There's a lot of self-boasting. Like I said, that arrogance and I believe I believe that we want to love ourselves and that we want to appreciate ourselves and we don't want to hold ourselves back from our largeness. But we can do that, again, with humbleness and with humility. Self-confidence does not have to be arrogant. Self-confidence does not have to be boasting and grandiose. To me, the self-confidence really helps my humility. Like for instance, I know I'm a good partner. I'm a good husband. I know that deep inside my heart. I know that I'm a good friend. I know that I'm a good father. I know that I'm a good therapist. I had a woman ask me the other day. She asked what I did and I said that I was a therapist. And she said, are you a good therapist? And I said, yeah, I am a good therapist. And she was kind of taken aback and she appreciated She said, wow, I'm really glad that you would stand behind how you how you work. And to me, it wasn't boasting at all, is I do believe these things with humbleness. I know I have really shitty days in therapy. <laughs> I know that I have off days as a father, as a friend, as a husband. And that just brings me more to the, to the humility and the humbleness, how grateful I am that I have these relationships and these incredible people in my life. So I feel this, this humbleness of, of deep gratitude. And I think that's part of when we feel humility and, and humbleness is, you know, I'm grateful At times I take a risk to be vulnerable and humble enough to apologize. When I do a good apology, especially to my wife, it feels so good when I'm doing that apology when I'm giving it. I feel my humility, my vulnerability of taking the risk and my vulnerability of that I'm not, uh, that I'm just a human being. And therefore I'm not defending and denying what I'm doing. That's where relationships thrive so much is when people can be humble enough to take fucking accountability of some of your actions and some of the actions that also influence our partner's feelings. It's really humble to know that when I just walked away or raised my voice, that I hurt my partner, that I hurt the person that I love so deeply. To me, there's humility and humbleness around realizing that and taking accountability. And I can springboard off of that and change. That's the self-confidence or the... The feeling of self, I know I'm a good partner. I wasn't a good partner in that moment. Let me be a better partner in the next moment. And people that are more full of themselves, more self-focused, whatever you wanna call it, narcissistic, whatever we're calling it, because it's not always about you. <laughs> to be humble or practice humility means to to value other people and their opinions without again indulging in self-pride. Get away from the vanity of ourselves and like I say, the boastfulness of ourselves. So if we're more focused on us and our needs, we're not at all in touch with other people around us. So humility has an aspect of putting people before us. And I'm saying before us, not right in front of us. There are times where I, I need to make decisions for what's best for me. And there's times that I can also put others uh, before some of my needs. And that actually creates a deeper safety, a deeper connection and trust in relationships. So that's an important element is to know that, yes, there are times that I can put other people uh, before in front of me. Like when I was thinking about humility and humbleness and some stories in my life, this one came up to me. Uh, One of my good friends growing up, uh, I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to be humble about it. (laughs) Um, One time we were at a party. This was maybe we're in our 30s. And he started telling a story. And it was a really, really good story of something that happened to him in college. And it was really funny and people really enjoyed it. The thing about it is that was my fucking story. (laughs) That happened to me. I told him that story and he must've loved that story so much that he took it on as part of his story and he started telling it. And one day he told it in front of me. But the thing about it, he didn't remember that it was my story. He's been telling it probably so long that he really feels that it's his story, but it's my story. So real quickly, it came through me of like, wait a second, man. That's like, that's my story. And I was going to say that in front of people. And we always bust each other's chops and all that. But in that moment, I was humble. I didn't say anything. I didn't want him to feel some humiliation or embarrassment. I didn't want that. So I didn't want him to... Yeah, feel that that embarrassment and vulnerability. So to me, I was being really humble in that moment. Yeah, you know, because a humble person does not always have to prove their point to be right or to lead the conversation because because they're truly comfortable with who they are. So when I know when I do, when I do that, when I'm not having to prove a point. When I'm letting go of being right, I am comfortable with who I am. And I love that feeling to feel authentic and comfortable with myself, to be vulnerable enough. My daughter in law asked me, What's the difference between vulnerability and humility? And that's a great freaking question. But just my take on it is that they need each other, that I need to be vulnerable enough to act in a humble way and humbleness and humility helps me to be there and stay there and feel it feel the vulnerability of being in there because vulnerability again is this letting go of um, of a facade of having to be right of being wrong embarrassed that vulnerability to just be myself that's man it's humbling to me when i do that it's so hard right so hard to authentically be ourselves and more and more and more in our moments. But what else do we got to do, folks? And when we're doing it and our partner is also doing it, that's a thriving relationship. Yeah. And thinking about that, I'm thinking about my wife and how humble it is to be in a 28 year year 28 year relationship with my wife we we've been living together from the very first day we met and there's a lot of humbleness around that right I mean really that's a freaking story my wife and I were roommates at a, at a workshop retreat and the very first day we met we were in the same room two single beds and we've been living together from that day for the last 28 years to me, there's a lot of humility, and it's like, how, how many people have had that experience? Thank you, universe, man, for that beautiful story. That that hmm, that feeling and that experience of meeting the woman that I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with in that way, in such a cool way that the universe brought it in. It's it's humbling, and yeah. So I'm thinking about you, baby. <laughs> And uh, I want to say something to you. Yeah, I'm just feeling really humble about our relationship. So grateful. Yeah. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you there's no one above you? You feel my heart? With gladness, you take away my sadness. You ease my troubles, that's what you do. Hmm, I am so, so grateful for you, baby. And a part of, yeah, thanks Van Morrison. Let me just get back to that (laughs) before going on too big. To me, there's some vulnerability. Like I told people before, my wife wanted me to sing on my podcast and I always had A thing about my voice and was critical about it other people were growing up so um it feels yeah the humility and the humbleness to be able to to uh, do it and there's been people who have written to me you my podcast listeners some of you have said that you really enjoy hearing my singing and that brings so much humility to me thank you so much And, and that's To me, the essence of humbleness and humility has such a deep gratitude and gratefulness feeling in it. I've recently experienced such a deep, deep sense of gratitude in my life. It was so beautiful and so visceral. And what was so beautiful about it is I felt gratitude for feeling gratitude for my life. It was such a beautiful feeling. And I think that's an essence of humility. So to me, the fine art and balance of that is to feel such deep appreciation and gratefulness for what I have, but not rub it in. Like I hope when I express how appreciative and grateful I am for people in my life, that you, my listeners, are able to feel that I wanna share, and that I'm really humbled about that experience and so uh, deeply moved that I get to have these relationships in my life. So I do not believe I'm rubbing it. I'm just thankful for the blessings that I have and what I've created. And I want you to feel the same too. I really do, that's why I do this work. I want I want you all to be able to shift and transform your relationships in moments that you can feel that deep sense of connection and gratitude and trust and vulnerability that creates this courage between you both in the relationship. I deeply, deeply want that for everyone. And part of that for me is also knowing that learning how to be humble in a relationship, it involves doing good things simply for the sake of doing them, not as padding for uh, somebody to give you accolades. You know, It should hopefully come naturally and hopefully meant to help and improve other people's lives. So it's for the sake of doing good and feeling grateful. And let me get on to some of the practical things in some way about how to show up and more of a humble and in your relationships, yeah. Because one of the easiest ways to be more humble in your relationship is to pay attention to your partner and show interest in their life. Yeah, you know that's that's a skill to hone to and to build a mu- uh, humility by becoming mindful of your actions towards others. And you will also learn a lot about yourself. I know that when I'm paying attention uh, to my wife, I allow her experience in me. And I get to learn something about me. And, And I'm so grateful and feel humbled by the way that my wife expresses her experiences that I learn from them. Yeah, I am. I'm really grateful for that. Because she is not boastful. She has so much humility and humbleness in such a natural way. Yeah, so I'm just thinking about that as in a relationship, I think both people should strive for humility and humbleness. Because a big part of that also is taking accountability for your behaviors and actions. That's right. To be able to take accountability not blame the other person, to be humble enough to know you did some shit. You said some things, forget what your partner did to police yourself. And it's humbling at times to know if we had a camera on ourselves (laughs) to see how we're acting and what we look like when we're communicating sometimes to our partner, to our kids, to people in our life, it'll be really humbling to see that. I had a friend that had experience happened to them that uh, she got a DUI. And when she was talking to her um, attorney, the attorney brought in the, uh, the police cam from her arrest. And the way that she was acting, um, she just looked at it and said, that is not me. That is not who I am. And it was part of denial, the one she was saying about what she was saying is that that will not be me, that will not continue to be me. And she changed, she hasn't drank since then, it's been over 20 years. So there was a, I know, humbleness in talking to her afterwards of realizing, uh, looking at herself behave a way that she thought that she would never behave before. So we do that in our relationships to our partners. And when we're taking accountability, and we can apologize deeply, that's another big one. That's a part of it. Or you all know if you apologize with accountability and you express empathy to your partner, it is a humbling experience. And again, in all humility, I'm just talking about it because this is what I want more and more in my life. I am no master on humility and humbleness at all. It's been bigger in my life, and I want to keep pursuing it. And I want to have a good relationship with uh, my humility and and being humble. Now, also, some people could have too much. I think I'm going to just put this out: too much humility. They put themselves down more, lower. They don't actually allow to to receive. Like there's times I receive a gratitude, but I'm not boasting and boasting about it. But I'm not denying it. I'm not pushing it away. I think when people get too humble, they take away people's gifts. That's a gift when I'm giving somebody some appreciations and and telling them how much I care and that I'm grateful for their behaviors towards me or decisions. I want people to take that in. I don't want them to just disregard it and push it away so some people i think can go overboard with humility i mean also i lived in in japan i lived in japan for a year and a half when i was 21 and talk about humbleness and humility and also going overboard about it that's a culture that uh, when it's done i don't want to say when it's done right there's a lot of honor in uh, being humble Here's one that I'm going to say again in all humbleness is one that I got to really learn better. And that is learn to forgive. Yes, my moon is in Scorpio, as my wife says. <laughs> I, I can hold some grudges. And so I I know that forgiveness is one of the most important tools to be humble in a relationship. I know when I'm practicing forgiveness to my partner for her for her mistakes that she's made. I know that I open up the doors for um, reconciliation, for uh, any resentment that's underneath it. And I know when I can forgive also myself deeply for some of the things that I've said and done, that's a beautiful self-love exercise, right? It's self-forgiveness. Ooh, we, I know everybody. It's a challenge, but that definitely is a pathway. Self-forgiveness doesn't mean we just let ourselves off off the hook. Yes, let ourselves off the hook, but make sure that we're learning from that experience, make sure that we're taking accountability. There's times when I know that I will not do that behavior again what I did, how hurtful it might have been, or knowing how hurtful it was. So I want to forgive myself. For some of those actions, but take accountability. You know what I like to about humbleness, It, in a, especially in a relationship, it could be shared credit. I like that. Like in a relationship, staying humble means that you realize that, you know, the things that you do, the achievements um, that you experience, it's a combined effort. I know it's a combined effort with me and my wife. And uh, when I, can really feel and share that credit of our life instead of thinking, oh, well I bring in the money more and I do this more and start doing that transactional shit. There's no humility in that. So when you take credit, shared credit, and you spread that credit to your to your partner and also your kids, you know, that's another one about parents, man, it's we can be humble with our kids. And those of you that are really in tune parents can know that how how humbling it can be to learn from your kids at times of how to be and how to walk in the world. And that's a wonderful mm, exchange, right? As us growing up, and hopefully we had parents that helped us in that way to allow us to feel mm, loving ourselves. And most people didn't have that experience, didn't have it from both parents, and as a parent, you have an opportunity to do that with your child. And humbleness is a a great key to that. You know, I told this story before, but man, uh, I felt humbled when my son was like three years old maybe, I had morning duty. And so I was hanging with him about six o'clock, my wife was sleeping, and he said to me, while we were playing, he said, hey, Dad, um, why don't you give me some chocolate chips? And I was like, man, I can't give you chocolate chips. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. What are you talking about? If I did that, Mom would bust me up. He looked up and down at me, at my feet to my head, to my face, and he looked at me and he said, ah, quit acting like a mom and act like a dad. And man, in that moment, I just froze in my tracks. I busted out laughing because I realized he was so right. And I looked at him, I said, you're so right, man. Here, have some chocolate chips. It was our way of like, he's like, show up, dad, like be dad. And I don't want to say like that I treat my son and don't take care of him like that. But there is something that between, you know, dads and their kids uh, allow that special relationship to happen. I was humbled by him. I didn't do that every morning. I think it was the only morning I ever gave him chocolate chips. But I was humbled by, yeah, I can let go. We can have a good time. So, you know, it's a big skill. It's an art of accepting our own shortcomings, our mistakes. You know, we learn uh, to admit, when we learn to admit our faults, no one is perfect. And nobody is the exception. And having a humble attitude means understanding that we all have flaws, just like everybody else. Yeah. So when we're able to do that in our relationship and when we accept our shortcomings, we can deepen our accountability, which makes it a deeper apology. So when I'm able to really take accountability without shame, shame is too painful, I don't want to feel shame because it's hard to apologize when I'm feeling shame. Guilt is fine, but shame then it's about me. But if I'm being able to have more compassion for myself and accept my shortcomings and mistakes, then I can be able to convey those and communicate in a humble way and asking and feeling remorse, asking uh, to accept my apology. Yeah. And you know, another way I think humility shows up in healthy relationships is don't fucking compete against each other. You can do it with fun, sure, but just watch if that, you know, the feeling of competing has contempt in it. And um, there's a difference of having humility when I want my wife to succeed and excel in areas of her life i get so much joy from it i am not jealous i feel it's hard sometimes i have people in my life dear people but they say sometimes when i let's say did something kind of cool uh experienced something traveled or purchased something and their response was oh i'm so jealous and i know they were doing it like in you know Uh, and jest a little bit, but no, there's some meaning in that. (laughs) They are. They're a little bit jealous about it. And that takes away from that experience that I'm sharing. And so I want to make sure that I'm not doing that because I think that that's, uh, that would be how my humility would show up. I want to be celebratory with the people in my life when they feel happy and excelling in their life. I want to share in that. I don't want to feel jealous and envy yeah you know you got to watch that in your relationships if you're not communicating there's resentment in your relationship and you have resentment when your partner goes out with their friends and have a good time Mm -hmm. yeah you got to look at that or when you're keeping score about your partner going out or doing this or buying this yeah there's a different way to communicate that than keeping score because that comes into a competition. And it's not, its the word I'm looking for? You need, it's not grace in your relationship. Yeah. To me, having humility and humbleness, uh, I wanna do it gracefully. And part of that, part of doing it gracefully is being a really good listener. To humble yourself enough to listen at times. Maybe even when there's a conflict and argument To be able to go, all right, right, I'm going to give my partner stage, I I call it stage. Let you get on the stage, you get to talk, you get to express yourself. I'm going to just listen. Man, that's a real challenge. But to me, that's a great gift that I'm giving my partner. And I also, that feels humble. I'm putting her in front of me because I'll do mine later. You know, when I'm able to really know, come on, people. You'll be able to get your turn to be able to express what's going on with you. Now is not the time because two people doing it at the same time with this kind of feelings, it's not going to go anywhere. So, can I be, let's say, humble, right? Humble enough to just listen to my partner's experience? I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to argue it in my mind, that's for sure, because that's not listening. Can I be generous enough to be open and hear what's going on for her, hear her experience, even though, again, it was different from mine. And therefore, I don't have to compete, right? We don't have to compete for experiences. We can just understand and acknowledge and validate the other person's experience. That's humility. And also, at times in your relationship, I know it's really difficult because people do it all the time, give each other advice. So... That you got to work out in your relationship about when you're available for advice, when you're not available for advice. But when you are and you're giving advice, humility is part of like accepting that advice to trust your partner enough to know that they're seeing something in a viewpoint that you might not see. And you're what uh, John Gottman calls, you're allowing influence. That's a good thing to allow influence from your partner or other people to know, well, maybe they got a better idea than I do. Maybe they're seeing something that I'm not. Maybe they do have something to offer me. So having discernment around that doesn't mean you have to take it, doesn't mean you have to do exactly what they say, but being open to maybe make that and take that in your mix. So when you decide on your own. When I'm humble enough to take my wife's advice (laughs) Man, things usually go a lot better in my life than me, like, pushing up against it. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I got to continue to learn, you know. Sometimes, her, most of the time, her advice and areas, especially waiting, like, she's really good about, like, I think you should wait on that, you know. The moon is void. This is happening astrological. I think it's best that you just wait. And I'm like, wait? Are you kidding me? I'm feeling it now. There's a timeline on this, whatever. And uh, when I take her advice, especially about waiting, uh, because things move and the energy shifts, and I have better ways to express myself or better understanding of the situation. So I'm humbled by her advice most of the time. You know, I was just thinking again about, you know, appreciation and gratitude around humility. When we, when we acknowledge our partner's strong stronger traits, um, we're pushing ourselves that, that we don't have to put ourselves above our partner or somebody else. We don't have to feel I've got to prove myself or I want to feel this that I have a stronger trait than my partner. It's, I think, so humbling when we're able to see our partner's stronger traits and celebrate that and not automatically go to think if we have that or not. If, um, yeah, if I don't have that trait, if I feel bad about myself, instead to just really <laughs> to be able to focus on my wife and her traits, I think mean, that's a beautiful thing. And it's it's uh, selfless and it's it's genuine. Yeah, it's humble right to to admit that your partner is better than you at some points <laughs> right instead of being jealous be proud of your partner yeah there's a big change with couples that don't do that it, you can i'm sure that couples that do do that when you're around them you feel the energy lift that they're that they're lifting each other up that they're not cutting each other down at all especially when one is talking about something that they're uh, grateful for, proud of, excited about, feel happy about that. It saddens me so much when I see somebody in relationship or a parent, all of a sudden cut their person down when they're telling something that they feel mm, good about. Yeah, that they feel excited about. And I know sometimes it's difficult Some people are boasting about it, right? They're talking about it in such a boastful way and it can be embarrassing. Well, go ahead and take your partner on the side or another time and talk about that. Talk about the awareness that maybe they didn't have for the other people in the room and they were just being boastful. They weren't being humble. So part of humility and humbleness is um, not being the only one that's talking in a conversation. Don't dominate a conversation. It's humbleness is you know to listen to really try to understand. I I do that of course in my work a lot. So I'm I'm a good listener. Um, I'm a good listener when I'm present, when I'm focused, um, when I'm talking. I want an exchange in the back and forth. I want to be be able to give my partner, my wife my son, people around me a chance to also talk. So I don't want to get into a, a competition of who can share more stories. Nah, that, that that doesn't feel good, does it? When it's just going back and forth of just stories after stories that we're trying to one-up each other on the stories. I know I have done that and um, that doesn't feel good because <laughs> I, can, I can tell that that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to impress with my story. But I also love telling stories. So when I know that I'm like being humble, especially a story that's like doesn't make me in the best light, <laughs> but it's funny as shit, uh, I want to tell it. And so I do, I do like telling stories. And I think humbleness has, uh, of course, these qualities of generosity and kindness and consideration. Cause I know like one of the times that, I was very considerate in a, in a humble way. When my wife and I first met, um, she was a macrobiotic and got me going on macrobiotic. And so that's how we were eating. And so we weren't eating dairy, we weren't eating a lot of different foods. Uh, we were eating different foods. So um, we would go out to Monterey from Big Sur and we would go ahead and sneak and get some Rice Dream ice cream, ooh, right? When people are saying that it's made out of rice. <laughs> it's uh, the ice cream, so uh, that's the only ice cream that my my wife would eat at the time. And so we would go out on dates, and we would get the ice cream little little court. Uh, um, and I would make sure that the last ice cream bite I gave to my wife, even if you know the last one, and and then we made it in half, and then I let her take that other half. Yeah, that was something. Rice cream ice cream really didn't float my boat, so it wasn't a big deal. But that was a way that I know that I was like showing humility about like going last, because sometimes that is humility, right? You're in a line, whether it's you know a potluck or something, or a dinner at 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 uh, holidays, you don't have to jump right in the first line. I had a client that told me how embarrassed she was of her husband that whenever there's food around, he was always like. first one to go he didn't like that let the 95 year old grandmother go the pregnant women go the nursing mothers go for next (laughs) and then the children he didn't do that he just jumped in so uh his wife was pretty pissed that he wasn't showing that kind of like uh humbleness so i know if i'm not in a hurry i could be really humble i can let people go in front of me uh when I'm driving, if somebody's on my ass, I can move to the side, be humble enough to just let them pass. Here's something I think that I'm getting um, better at is seeking feedback. Um, yeah, I seek feedback from my clients. There's times where I ask them, hey, how has the space be- between us been in this last hour? What if you felt closer to me? What if you felt more distant? I want that feedback. My wife and I, we really work on giving feedback to each other of how something felt in a conversation, even a behavior that one of us has did, how to give feedback. And I wanna ask more about, hey, how was that for you when I said that or did that? I wanna be more curious, especially with the possibility that I might not get an answer that, I like, <laughs> and but I can learn from it. And that would be humble, to learn from some of my behaviors which I am learning from them, uh, but keep asking more and more of how How's that sitting with people? And I gotta digest that. If I, sometimes it's the other person's stuff, I don't have to take that on. But there, there could be a grain of truth to that of the feedback that they're giving me. And also, I'm thinking the other way too, like to be humble enough to give really good feedback to somebody, to not you know try to one up them or judge them or when you give them criticism or complaints, to rub it in, uh, but just really put it out there in a, in a humble way of, this is the feedback that I want to give because I want you to uh, be the person that you want to be. I want us to be in a relationship that I want us to be. So that's a it's a sweet challenge in that way when we allow ourselves to check in with the other person and and give give feedback in a loving and compassionate Uh, caring and compassionate and empathetic way here's one in an individual way you know um, yeah Mm, how do I want to say this it removes the pressure being humble removes the pressure to prove ourselves so when we're out trying to prove ourselves when we think that we're special You know, there's a difference of loving ourselves and think that we're unique, but special. I think when we have to prove that we're special all the time, I think that belief is one of the main causes of anxiety and depression, and possibly in our relationship problems also. Because you see, if we start to think that we're too special, being humble doesn't come naturally at all. Yeah. So I think really working on when we try to, uh, see ourselves. We have to see ourselves and be aware that we're trying to prove ourselves, and we do that a lot when we're trying. We're in conflict. We're constantly defending of ourselves, right? We're defending, trying to prove that we're right. Humbleness is not about being right. I know that I am not being humbled when I am going for that right trophy. That's what I get. Yep, that booby prize. I get to be right fucking do yep and man that's i call it the greatest human addiction is being right and there's no humility in that and so when couples really want to show humility and humbleness it's getting off of that right wrong improving the other person right wrong and showing how much of that you're right that's also has a contemptuous energy in that and that's poison I trust people that are humble. Yeah. It's a a deep feeling of trust when I know somebody um, can take accountability of themselves and that they feel uh, that humbleness, not grandiosity. There's a knowing that person knows that they're no better than me, that we're just all in this together. So... That's what I got. I'm sure that there's so much more. Maybe I'll have another conversation with uh, somebody on it. I want to have a conversation with my wife soon. I know you want to also. (laughs) I know a lot of people really enjoy our podcast, so I'm going to get her in the studio real soon. So uh, I was just even thinking about you know ending this podcast, and it's going to be out there, just out there. People are going to listen to it. And I feel humbled by that. You know, I feel humbled that you are going to listen to it. If you are listening, you're listening far enough that you've listened to it. If you didn't like it, hopefully just shut it off. I'll be humble enough to know that this is not, my style is not forever by the way that I am. It's a Sunday night. I had a good day. I am grooving and feeling my connection with my families. So... My voice gets a little more Detroit-like, you know, uh, more relaxed, yeah, more fun. So, yeah, I'm just uh, humbled that you're enjoying my podcast, and I'm so grateful um, that I know that uh, since you're listening, that you're getting something out to better your relationships. To Create more love in your life, more connection, more awarenesses, a better relationship with yourself. I really want that for all of you. I deeply want that for me. That's why I'm working on humility. That's why I've been thinking about it uh, more deeply. So when I have more thoughts about what I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to do another podcast on it. Okay, everybody. Keep loving yourselves, loving those around you. We need that more than ever right now in this world. More tolerance, okay. Sending lots of love to you all. I hope you make yourselves a beautiful day. Relationships, let's talk about it, is a production of HeartShare Counseling and Consulting PC of Asheville, North Carolina. For more about licensed counselor Prebo Taplitsky, visit prebo.com. Theme music by Adi the Monk. This content is intended for informational purposes only, is not a substitute for professional counseling or therapy, medical advice, diagnosis or treatment and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.